Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Holistic Truth. I am your host today, Jamie Dorley, with the co-host. She is the creator of the Soul Intelligence Method, our chief growth officer at Nutritional Frontiers, and my coach and colleague and great friend. So welcome back, Christine Glein. We're so excited to have you back on the show. Well, thanks, Jamie. I'm really enjoying um, our, our talks together. Oh, it's been fantastic. The feedback from everyone has been overwhelming. They're so excited. They says, oh, we like when Jamie's on, but bring Christine back on. So, <laughs> Well, I'm really glad that we get to do this together. You bringing all the physical information and me bringing the energetic information um, so people get a true picture of what's really going on. Yeah, and that's what I love is that, you know, people ask, well, what's the difference on Nutritional Frontiers versus all these other companies? I says, well, you know, it's our people, our formulas, and our business model. I says, you know, but our people bring the mind, body, and soul intelligence. A lot of companies sell products. We incorporate all of them because we're trying to help people become the best version of themselves, which is what you specialize in. So you want to share a little bit about your uh, program because it's so exciting to hear. Absolutely. I would love to. Yeah. Um, well, the soul intelligence method is it works on bioenergetics. And what bioenergetics is, is when something's physically going wrong in your body, typically there's mental or emotional trauma that's underneath that, that's really causing it or helping it stay locked in place. So even though you might be doing some things in the physical to support it, if you also worked on that mentally, emotionally, or energetically, you would be able to heal quicker and more completely. Um, and so my method actually is able to tap in and figure out what are those things that are held in place? Is it negative energies or emotions? Is it repetitive patterns or thoughts? Is it self-limiting beliefs? Um, so all of those things, is it stuck trauma, old trauma yeah. holding it back in, right? Um, and the method that I use actually is able to bring that stuff up and out without people having to re-experience all that trauma like you might in other methods like therapy. Yeah, it was interesting. When I first met with you, I said, what's the difference? I've done some therapy before. You like the therapy talks about your problem and soul intelligence method actually fixes the problem and helps you move forward, right? And uh, I think it's really important because we're talking about diabetes and blood sugar disorders this month. And, you know, it ties right into that because, you know, I was a personal trainer way back when. Um, in the 90s, and I went through the American College of Sports Medicine's program, and people would come to me and say, I want to be a trainer. I says, why? Well, I love working out. I says, it's part training and part personal, right? And I realized there's a lot of um, emotion tied into that, just like there is with the blood sugar issue. So that's why I figured maybe we'd just jump right in today and talk about um, blood sugar issues and really how is that connected with the mind, body, and soul. I would love that. You know, um, I, I read something, um, believe it or not, from the Mayo Clinic that said um, researchers think type three diabetes Ooh. might be linked to Alzheimer's. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, wow, that's fascinating. And so then I was like, Jamie, why doesn't <laughs> what it, what is type one, type two or what type three? Like, how do how do we even know what the differences are? I'll keep it uh, short and sweet, just like me. Right. So type one is your body does not produce any insulin, okay? So insulin's a hormone that attaches to the cells to tell them to open up and allow sugar in to get to the mitochondria or the blast furnace, right? Is it true? I've heard some people call it like an autoimmune disorder. Yeah, part of my journey is I, I was diagnosed with type one diabetes about 10 years ago, right? 
So it had an, uh, a viral infection that, you know, from an autoimmune issue, and it kind of just snowballed. So I wasn't really sure what was going on, and just being fully transparent because I've, I've experienced it, right? So type 1 is you don't produce insulin anymore. So you do have to take uh, endogenous sources of insulin. That is, you know, one of those times where medications can save your life, right? Um, so type 1 is you don't produce insulin anymore. Um, the goal in type 1 is you use things like our, our shakes, and our glucolize, and then the lifestyle, you know, the soul intelligence, the meditation, the walking, the exercise, the diet, so that you need less insulin, right? So you can still manage it with lifestyle, diet, and the medications. So type one, it's like the doorbell don't ring, okay? You can hit it 100 times, nothing happens. Type two is that you still produce insulin, but it's not working well. They call it insulin resistant. So your body's resistant to insulin. So what do you do? You keep pumping it. It's like you ever ring the doorbell and it, there's a little bit of a short, so you keep hitting it and it may work, right? Yeah. You may punch it, right? <laughs> Say a couple of words and then it rings, right? And then the person's like, oh, I rang 10 times. So um, if it's not working, the, the, the temptation is always to keep pushing. So that's what we do. For type two, we make insulin, but it's not working well. So, so I heard that also comes in kind of later in life. Is that right? Because like lifestyle and diet can affect it in a way. Well, it used to be called adult onset diabetes type two. And type one was juvenile because you normally were born with that or got it as a kid. Um, they've changed the names because now teenagers get a type two diabetes. Oh, that's scary. Because their lifestyles are so bad. In fact, our kids, generations, the first generation in our short history in this country um, that have a shorter life expectancy than we do. Yeah. It's always kind of slowly gone up. Yeah. And now it's we gone were down. getting better. Yeah. No, it's getting worse. But we're going to help people get better because we're on a mission to make the world healthy. And we take this very seriously. We have a lot of fun with it, but we've all experienced, um, you know, challenges with our health and we've overcame them. I know you have as a strong woman that you are, you've overcome some health challenges and so have I. So we want to empower people that they can do the same. The old days of eating good and working out, Christine are over. It's not enough anymore. Our body's under overwhelming amount of stress. You know, the number one killer in the world still is stress malnutrition can you believe that yeah as many restaurants as we have around and everything access to food so malnutrition stress is number two they're all like together um three is going to be toxicity and four is genetics right so our program addresses all of those and now we have the secret weapon with the soul intelligence so the mind body and soul is really what people need to be able to get over those humps in life so that they don't succumb. So type one, you don't produce insulin. Type two, you produce it, but it's not working real well. Why? You're consuming too much sugar and the body can't process it enough. And you're lacking physical activity. That's the two biggest causes, not genetics. Lack of physical activity and overconsumption of sugar. And then type three, which you brought up, which is really cutting edge in our field. Um, anything in science that's less than 20 years is really brand new. But they're seeing is this type three diabetes where the brain's on fire. That's the one that's really scary, right? Because you expect as people age, um, 
you know, you, you expect to see some physical deterioration, right? Just like you would with a car or anything. But when the uh, mental capacity is diminished, that's really scary. So what does that mean? Like the brain's not responding to insulin? Well, what happens is the, the, the brain gets on fire. I mean, it's inflamed, right? And then it's not going to work as well. It's a simple explanation. But what you're seeing is um, the correlation and the connection with things like uh, cholesterol meds. They deplete CoQ10 in the body, right? CoQ10 is an enzyme that's involved in energy. Well, where do we store the most CoQ10 in the body? Well, the muscle and the brain, you're right on, heart and liver. So if you're depleting the top energy source for the brain, and do you know what organ burns the most energy in the body? Nope. The brain. Now, you taught me that the heart has a huge energy circumference and, and vibration, but the brain is about 2% of our weight, maybe for me and you 3% with big brains. <laughs> so it burns about at least 20 up to 30% of our energy. That's fascinating. I had no idea. Like, you know, you mentioned, you know, what's the energy field around the brain? It's about two feet wide. They've measured mm -hmm. it, right? And around the heart, it's about six feet wide, which is why I say, oh. you know, feel your way into it or feel, you know, and trust your heart. It's never going to steer you wrong. It's actually more powerful than the brain in terms of manifesting or bringing in what you want. Oh, I love that. You know, follow the heart, as they would say, right? So the one that's scary is, is the type 3. They're all concerning, but the type 3 because, you know, when you deplete the CoQ10 from cardiovascular meds, from blood pressure meds, from diabetic meds, from cholesterol meds, which are highly prescribed these days, right? So when you start depleting the CoQ10, the, the studies are proven. It's not our, our opinion. Lipitor will deplete CoQ10 up to 50%. So think about that. That's energy in the body. What if you shut off half the power in your house? Would you notice a difference? Oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah. So some of the early symptoms of, of those cholesterol meds or diabetic meds is going to be depletion of CoQ10. So you feel more fatigued. You feel leg pain. You feel energy depletion. Then, you know, long-term is going to be, well, when you're cutting down about 50% of the energy requirement for the part of the body that burns about 25% of it, you're going to notice it. So long-term depletion of Co CoQ10 is, can be very damaging. So I tell people, what do you do? If you're on a cholesterol med or diabetic med or, you know, you've seen our seminars, of course, and you've been part of them, you got to add in CoQ10. It's really simple. How about EnterCoQ10? Have you tried the chewable? I have. I actually take CoQ10 every day. Um, part of me moving off of actually having um, a heart medication was using CoQ10 every day. Um, and so I use that and I use our CircuCore um, as part of my, my heart protocol, SPMs too, but, um, you know, kind of a, kind of a nice, nice combination of things. And I give blood on a regular basis, have my blood pressure checked and it's absolutely perfectly normal. Oh, it's fantastic. And it's another example of us making the world healthy one person at a time. I love the EnterCoQ10. It's a chewable. It's actually helped my gums, believe it or not. And, um, you know, the gums are a reflection of the internal, um, and it's great for energy, like before a workout, if you're going for a walk, if you're playing tennis. Uh, my daughter even takes it. She's 16 and takes it before her lacrosse games. She says it tastes like bottle caps, those candies, you know, the chewables. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, we'll take it. We like it. So 
there, there are ways you can incorporate the nutrients if you're on medications to stop the bleeding per se, um, especially with blood sugar issues. The other one, of course, is glucolyze, right? That's going to act as a natural, um, you know, solution to making those cells more sensitive to insulin. Remember we said you make an insulin, but you don't really work well with it. The glucolyze will help your body utilize insulin better and process sugars better. By that, I mean they get them across the cell inside that mitochondria where they'll be burned for energy. Because a lot of diabetics and people that are obese or even overweight, they feel fatigued. How many people come to work with your program and say they're tired? Yeah, a lot. A lot. Yeah. And it's probably not physically being tired. It's more mental fatigue, right? And that's a lot of the reasons why is the blood sugar imbalances. So type 1, no insulin. Type 2, insulin, but you're not using it well. And type 3, that's uh, the brain's on fire. So when I look at the the energetic reasons behind having type one, type two, or type three, um, type one is usually someone that um, is easily irritated. They're unsatisfied. They're frustrated. Uh, they feel anger that um, is inside that's kind of being pushed through their skin. Um, there's they're probably feeling constant criticism and judgment of themselves. Um, and then consequently they do that to other people. Um, sometimes they feel uncomfortable in their own skin, um, being unsure of themselves and experiencing like negative and depressing thoughts and feelings, right? So that's typically what's underlying the type one. Um, and you can work on all of those things, right? Um, there's way to move that out. It's identifying what's causing that anger, what's causing that criticism and, you know, doing things that um, allow you to have a lot more self-love. Uh, you know, I think, you know, I've said this many times, but I think one of the greatest um, teachings from uh, the Bible for me is love one another as you love yourself. Right. Um, and we all try and focus on the other and making sure the other is comfortable um, instead of really focusing on loving ourselves truly and wholly and completely, which if we did that, then we wouldn't, we would naturally love the other without feeling like they're fulfilling a hole or a need kind of like, you know, we were talking about sugar fulfilling that lack of love. So in type two, um, that is something that needs sweetness. They feel the need for attention. They're look, wanting the love and the care, um, kind of feeling insecure and unsure of themselves, right? They could be overly needy. Um, and relying on other people. Um, you know, there's some self-centeredness that kind of comes in there um, and maybe focused really on their inadequacies. Um, but on the outside, they're trying to appear they're indispensable to other people. So it's kind of like the closet, right? You know, person looks fantastic on the inside, but at home, they're like falling apart. Um, and listening to and surrounding yourself with too much negativity is so it's kind of interesting why it would be called maybe the adult onset, right? That sounds like as yeah. you go through life, right? It starts to get to you a little bit. Um, then type three is really, um, you know, we talk, I'm going to talk about Alzheimer's in a minute too, since it, there's some suggestion that um, that may be also an underlying cause of Alzheimer's. But the type three is like the fear of fully participating in life, like, um, you have this great need to control and to know things and this deep need for attention and approval. It's like this constant craving for love um, paired with the belief that you're unworthy of it or undeserving of it. You know, there could be deep seated guilt in there, um, belief that you have to struggle in order to survive. Um, sometimes a lot of these people will lose themselves in relationships. So there's this constant need for sweetness to mask the feeling of, of weak or 
feeling limited or the belief that there's not enough. So kind of stuck in their own world of limitation and lack. So when we kind of take that to one step further, Alzheimer's, right? You think about people and when they develop Alzheimer's, you know, it's that loss of power, um, like the inability to deal with life, too many suppressed emotions, like overwhelmed by life, like wanting to run away to another time, you know, um, not wanting to remember or to be present, um, feeling really lost and confused and a lot of anxiety related to living the way life it is. And then certainly the fear of dying and letting go or fear of transitioning. So it's not it's not a wonder why Alzheimer's is also associated with type three. Wow, that was an incredible explanation. I'm blown away by this. So <laughs> uh, wild how have, it works, huh? Yes, it's wild. I'm looking at all three. Can I have all three of these at once? No, I think a lot of people are, you know, in this new world we live in, you know, stress is overwhelming, right? Um I, without even realizing, I, I was looking at my journal this morning, like, you know, I put down, you know, no TV. I, I haven't watched TV in a while. And if I do, it's just a, a game or something or a show or a movie. So I don't just sit there. Yeah, I watch TV. I don't get into the news and stuff. But a lot of people live in that world and it's so negative, right? And they get kind of sucked into that. Um, the other thing I was going to ask you was, um, maybe you can comment a little bit. I think a lot of people put a lot on themselves. And one of the things you uh, taught me is giving grace. Can you explain a little bit your thoughts on that? Yes. Yeah. It's like Brene Brown stuff. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Right. So nobody wants to do that. So we tend to react in ways to protect ourselves, right? Emotionally, physically. Um, and so when I talk about giving grace in the situation, when usually when you want to push that other person away, um, when you're able to bring that person closer to you, they tend to, it tends to diffuse the situation um, through grace and ease and love, really. So kind of looking at the situation through a different lens instead of that immediate, I've got to fight, I've got to defend, I've got to protect, I got to push through. It's taking that one step back and looking at being able to um, respond rather than react and respond from a place of grace, giving that person the benefit of the doubt. And when you do that, you're actually raising their vibration along with yours. Um, and so you meet them in a different place. Yeah, and it feels completely different and much better, right? And that, that's what I love about us. So thanks for helping with that once again. There's so many people out there I'm sure are going to benefit from uh, all your wisdom. And I think, you know, when you look at this whole issue with diabetes and, you know, um, not only diabetes but being overweight and the whole mental aspect of it is, is really important to address. And you got to remember, folks, anything you put in your body, right, food, uh, drinks, thoughts, uh, medications, whatever it may be, it's information. It tells your body how to function, right? I was talking to a client the other day, and I says, well, what do you drink? I drink water. I said, other than water. That's my new question. Other than water, what do you drink? He said, Cokes. I said, well, how many? Well, like, you know, it could be four or five or six a day. Holy moly. Yeah. I said, well, would you put that in your car, in the gas tank? He said, of course not. I said, well, why'd you put it in your body? Your body's worth a lot more in your car. And then it kind of just hit him, right? 
I said, let's do this. Let's get you on the pro oranges. Let's get you on the super shake together in the morning. In the afternoon, do the oranges. Cut those sodas back each day over the next week, right? So I think people um, don't realize that they can actually drink their nutrients too. And that's why I love doing like the oranges and the shakes because that's going to give people the energy they need. Like you had mentioned earlier, cellular energy is what people need. They think they need stimulants. The problem is they're not getting the nutrients inside the cell. You know, go back to that fireplace. You have all this wood sitting there. You can't get it in, so you keep bringing more wood in. That's not going to get that accomplished. So um, I love how you connect the, you know, the mind, body, and soul. And the food is so important for the mind and the soul, right? So you should treat yourself like a temple, right? Like it should be treated, you know, rather than polluting it. And look, I understand this food is toxic. It's addicting. And it takes time to get off it, just like you'd get off any drug. You know, there was, there was actually a movie called Food um, Inc. You ever see that? Oh, I think I heard about it. Yeah. So Katie Couric was the narrator, and what they did is an experiment. They give the uh, mice either a choice of sugar or cocaine, right? They go for the sugar. Over the cocaine? Yeah, I know. Shocking, right? So they did on the second part of it, they'd give them the rats sugar, right? And each time they give them a little electrical jolt, right? A little shock. And they turned it up over time to where they would go after that high fructose corn syrup, that sugar, until they were literally cooking inside. That's how addicting this stuff is. Yeah. Wow. So, folks, you got to give yourself some grace, give yourself some time, but work with a healthcare professional, get off of these things, and start with the, uh, a shake a day. Do the super shake do the oranges and do glucolize if you have any like tingling or numbness or neuropathies do neuropathies right we have the tools here to help you especially when you try to get out of that crisis mode and if you're not there yet let's make sure you don't go there the best way you can deal with diabetes is by preventing it right and energetically the best thing you can do is to give yourself more self-love right? All, all the diabetes, type one, type two, type three, all share the underlying theme of needing more self-love and care, right? Love one, love yourself, right? Um, as you, as you want to love another, right? So you really need to treat yourself well, um, and put yourself first. Now that doesn't mean to be a selfish jerk. <laughs> it, <Okay>. means, <laughs> it means that, you know, kind of like the terrible analogy, uh, that we all hate, but you know, put your oxygen mask on first, right? Make sure you're taking care of you so that you're not depleted when serving others, which is what we're all really called to do. So I would encourage everybody to comment, um, uh, you know, and tell us something you can do today to show yourself a little bit more love. Um, if you're interested in learning more about all of the options we have to help you, to support you on your health journey, you can visit us at nutritionalfrontiers.com. And if you're interested learning a little bit more about the soul intelligence method and all the underlying causes that are underneath all these uh, things in our body, um, I would invite you to um, consider joining me on June 14th. I'm going to be delivering a free soul intelligence masterclass and you can sign up at soulintelligencemethod.com forward slash masterclass. And we'll put all that in the show notes. And look, I'm not the most... Uh technologically savage person, right? You know that, right? So I actually signed up for your class. It was simple, easy, quick, and fast. So folks, sign up. 
it's an incredible program and you're so generous for giving that complimentary to everyone and it's going to help so many people and healthcare professionals out there remember you're patients too right you are a patient you got to make sure you're on the program your staff your family so that you can really set the example for other people because we find a lot of your clients are healthcare professionals that are getting burnt out right Absolutely. That is such a great reminder, Jim. That's why we put together those big wellness weekends um, for all the healthcare professionals that we partner with, because um, they need to take time out and put pour back into themselves. Um, most of them will tell you, um, you know, that they're running from, you know, dawn till dusk um, and, and serving and helping. And so they also need to be really cautious that they don't deplete themselves as well. It's a great reminder. Well, thanks so much, Christine. It's been a pleasure, as always, having you on on The Holistic Truth. We look forward to doing more episodes with you down the road. And um, thanks so much for helping me, um, our team, and so many people out there. So have a great day, everybody. Thanks for all the support, and God bless.